Hi, you're listening to Activate Your Sparkle, the podcast that encourages you to be uniquely you, to get the professional, personal, and emotional life you want. On today's episode, I chat with Dr. Christy Evans, one of Los Angeles's leading OBGYNs, board member of New Dawn Africa, and co-founder of It Takes a Village, an organization dedicated to providing critical postnatal care to underserved women. She activated her sparkle and left the corporate world behind to realize her true calling of becoming an OBGYN, listening to her inner voice and defying the limiting belief that many of us have of it's too late. Like, hi, Dr. Evans, although I want to call you Christy, but I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, I'm you know, excited I, to be here. It's, it's just, it's really great. I'm honored to be able to call you a friend, um, and I'm excited for our listeners to hear your story and to hear really about how you activated your sparkle, because I think that you are so the perfect embodiment of what it means. Being in the corporate world, four years in, you realize, wait. I don't think I'm on the path that I want to be on professionally. Yeah. I mean, I think I, um, so I was an accounting major in college. I uh, started with one of the big four firms when I graduated and um, was working my way up the ladder, um, doing well and, and enjoying it. Um, There wasn't anything, I can't say anything bad about it. I, um, I loved, you know, learning about new companies. And um, I mean, I think that, um, accounting is a wonderful field. I just didn't feel passion for being so young and early in my career. I, I just, I, I felt like there was something missing in, um, in my daily life, feeling like I wasn't truly contributing the way that I felt like I could contribute to the world. Um, so I didn't know exactly what that was. Um, but slowly, slowly, but surely, I think I, just was exploring um, what makes me happy, what what my strengths are. Um, and there were, you know, a number of kind of small kind of moments over the course of um, my life up until that point that kind of steered me towards, um, towards medicine and then in particular uh, women's health. Um, so those, those things were things like after college, I had spent a summer in Africa, in Tanzania, and then in Kenya. We did some, we were doing some microfinance type um, projects there um, through like a business, student business organization. And all the women were HIV positive and they shared like, a smaller collective where they, um, they loaned money to each other. They were really a, um, a community, a village for, for each other. And what I realized in that is as much as I feel like we were really helping them in terms of um, providing resources for their, their entrepreneurial um, endeavors, they were sick and providing healthcare, providing a means for wellness was so fundamental to their livelihood, their well-being, their ability to provide for their children, um, their families. Um, that really that kept with me over the years as I went into accounting and, you know, went on my way. And I think that that, that kept coming back to me. Little moments like that, I think, eventually pushed me far enough that made me kind of really listen to myself. And, and I went back to school and uh, 
did my science classes and pre-med and all of that. And I really, I, I feel like that was, that was the right decision for me. Yeah. And something else that I really want to highlight is this feeling that I think so many of us have at any point in our life of it's too late. This feeling of, I can't do that. The time has passed. It's too late. And I think for your position where you were at age, you know, 25, 26, it would have been really easy to think, I want to be a doctor, but it's too late. That time has passed. I don't think it's ever too late, though. And I think it's so important if there is something that's calling you to to listen to that, to not um, to not bury that. Uh, you know, I have I have friends that are much older than me that um, that went into medicine much later, or that are starting now. Um, and it's if it's what you are called to do and then, then it doesn't matter how old you are. Um, I, I think age, it, age is meaningless. Um, of course, you know, when my friends were, you know, um, kind of progressing in their careers and, you know, in a different place in terms of being able to start their families. And I was still kind of in the rigors of medical school and um, residency that it's easy to kind of look and say like, oh, that's what my life would have been like if I'd stayed. But I have, but I, my sparkle wouldn't have been activated. (laughs) I think that it's, um, you have to follow those callings because I think that they don't necessarily come all that frequently, they can really, um, really shape your life in a way that makes it so much more meaningful, fulfilling, fun. Um, but you have to listen to that. You have to listen to yourself. I think you said that really nicely. And I love what you're saying about the inner voice, because something that comes up a lot in my coaching practice, especially with my women clients, is this concept of your true inner voice and the other voices that you hear in your head. And we call those other voices the saboteurs. When you're not attuned to them, you think that's you. You think that's your inner voice of, oh, it's not a good idea for me to make this change because X, Y, Z reasons, usually things that we can justify. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the help. I don't have whatever. Um, And then one day you realize you've listened to that voice for so long, but you're not happy. Mm -hmm. And then you are able to piece out this true inner voice that says, there's something else for you. And it is scary. Objectively, that change is scary. Um, and you know, I see that in my coaching practice also when clients are on the precipice of great change, that tends to be when they retreat the most because humans are just designed to fear that. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to listen to your true inner voice and understand where it's coming from and what it has in store for you is just so, so, so important. And I'm really proud of you for doing it, for making that leap and, and making that decision, knowing that that was what was right for you. Also, I have to say, when we talk about activating your sparkle, we talk about not just doing it for yourself, but also doing it because your sparkle is something that the world really needs from you. 
there's only one of you in this world. And if you don't activate that sparkle, the world will never see that. And I think for you, especially in the role that you're in, not only did you activate your own sparkle, but you are positively impacting so many other women in this world. And it's a beautiful thing. I think that's what activating your sparkle is. I mean, for every one of us, um, the world needs your sparkle. <laughs> and so it's um, it's your duty to really listen to that inner voice and and pursue whatever that is that's required to activate your sparkle. On that note, what does activate your sparkle mean to you? Well, first of all, I just act, I absolutely love activate your sparkle. I think it's so sassy and it's fun. Um, to me, yeah. your sparkle is your own personal sense of like, passion, enthusiasm, um, and it's, it's fun, it's happiness. Activating your sparkle is really letting that passion shine through in your life. Um, yes, in big ways, but also just like in the everyday ways you live your life. It activating your sparkle sounds so simple and easy, but to me, oftentimes it's a lot of self-realization work um, that goes into allowing yourself to really shine. And sometimes that can be really deep work, um, but it, it's very rewarding. I think from a biological standpoint, you know, we begin our lives, like I look at my son intricately knowing what, who we are and what we need, what our feelings are. You know, I'm hungry. I, I want to cuddle. Um, but as we grow up, we allow these other voices to come in and we put weight on what other people think, what other people say, who, who we are supposed to be. And I think we lose that inner voice, um, and I would argue that activating your sparkle is just as important of a biological kind of need as, you know, making sure that you're nourished physically. I mean, I think being able to live your life with purpose and passion and, um, and meaning is, is essential to who we are. You heard that, ladies. The doctor orders, activate your sparkle. <laughs> what is your activate your sparkle moment that you would like to share with our listeners? You know, I really don't have one aha moment. Um, there have been so many, like, mini aha moments for me. The idea of there not being a specific moment, a catalyst for change in your life is something that people can really relate to. Because I think that that is the case for most people. There isn't this single thing that happens that wakes you up. And it's more of a slow burn of, am I living the life I want to be living? Am I being the person that I think I really am? And I think you know, if I might take the liberty of saying, in your case, I think for you, the massive shift came from switching professions of taking that leap to go back to medical school. And, you know, again, somewhat at a disadvantage for not even had any medical, like pre-med background um, from undergraduate. So it was an additional lift than just entering medical school. 
Um, and I think something that I find super inspiring and I think other people will too is the fact that you weren't beholden to what the traditional path is of having gone to undergraduate, majored in pre-med, going straight to med school, going into your residency. I think that you defied everything around that because this is what was you. This is what was inside of you. And, you know, making that decision, I think, you know, is the very definition of activate your sparkle of realizing what's unique about you and embracing that and leveraging that to bring to the world. I can totally see how that's, you know, really activating your sparkle. Um, And I felt like I felt like through that experience that I was, um, I felt very authentic, because I was doing it kind of not blindly, but I was doing it um, through a truly sincere kind of intentions. Um, it, as you I mean, you know, going into medicine is a long route in and of itself. Um, but kind of just, just really feeling like that was what I was called to do, I think it made it more meaningful for me. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I did it with intention and, and purpose. You made this point about how often and how easy it is for us to see what's in front of us and just kind of roll with it, even when we know that's not meaningful. Totally. And I think, um, I think for us as women, we are commonly nurturers and our focus is on others, our families, our friends, our children. And it's really easy to get lost in what others needs are, what others wants are and kind of forget about yourself. So it's easy to I mean, still be a wonderful person, a loving person for others, but then going through your life, not really knowing yourself. Um, And so I think that um, taking a step back and really doing some good self-reflection and listening to those little kind of um, the sparkle that's like kind of you know, moving, moving around, trying to tell you something, I think you got to listen to that. I just love the point you're making, like, especially for women, you know, how you think so much about other people around you and tend to forget about yourself. Listening to those feelings inside of you, listening to what is your sparkle that it wants to come out, that there is something there for you to pursue that is that is the difference between living a life full of purpose and, and meaning and passion and one that is just kind of there. So how easy do you find it to be yourself on a scale of one to 10? Oh, I think that, I mean, you have to know yourself. You have to do the hard work of uh, self-reflection to get to the point where you can be yourself. Once Once you've once you know who you are and you can embrace that for all that it is, your weaknesses, your strengths, all of that, I think that, um, I think it's easy. I think it's easy to be yourself, but I think kind of in the in-between it can be, it's, it can be hard. It can be hard in this world and the society, um, because there are just so many uh, outside voices telling us who we are supposed to be. And when our, when we know ourselves and we know that we're, we don't align with that image or that 
kind of prototype, we, I don't know, we have to make those micro decisions. Am I going to speak from or live my life, make those actions from my inner, my, my inner being, or am I going to do what everyone expects me to do? And, and, and to your point or what we talked about earlier, that can be really easy actually to kind of just go through life, um, um, living your life as, as other, through others' expectations. Um, I just think that at the end of the day, that's not going to sit well with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really true. Something that again, you know, women hear often is that we can be overly emotional or aren't thinking things clearly when we make decisions. And I think the flip side of that is actually that women are extremely intuitive and using our intuition does guide us to where we need to go. Uh, it's, you know, again, biologically speaking, our intuition is strong. It's, it helps protect us from danger. Um, sometimes those wires get crossed, though, in today's modern world of this feels dangerous because it's scary and new and different, um, as opposed to like, this is actually dangerous and life threatening. And so I think that as women, we need to really pay attention to what our bodies are telling us when things do or don't feel aligned. Um, when something feels icky because you're like, I'm going along with it, I'm going along with this, but this doesn't actually feel right for me. Or when you have that sensation of maybe fear, but it's because it's new and exciting and you don't know how it's going to go. Um, I just think it's so important for us to really tune into the frequencies of what's happening on the inside and, and the intuitive feelings that we're getting. Absolutely. I love that so much. Um, I really am an empathic. I, I'm, I'm so emotional all the time. And it used to be, I'd be so embarrassed. I mean, I can cry so easily. (laughs) Um, I mean, happy, sad. I, I am, I'm very emotional. And, but I think that as I get older, I learn, I'm learning to embrace that because I think that my emotions are an expression of, I mean, my intuition of, I mean, a physical manifestation of, of, um, what I feel is right or intuited in kind of my, um, what I know to be true. And so I, yes. And I, I think that, I think that we are as women, I think we're, um, told to be less emotional, be less, but I, I just feel like listening to our intuitions, I, I think actually just, just allows us to, to live our lives more fully and more right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think something that I am often on my soapbox about with Activate Your Sparkle is not letting anybody else put you into their box. And whether it is saying that you're overly emotional, you're too something else, you're not enough that it's like, who are they to tell you what you are? And I think that is something I will say that is, um, I'm going to say a blessing that comes with age. I think, you know, as we get older, 
we can understand more of what it means to be ourselves and to not let somebody else put us in a box. But I don't think it even ever ends regardless of age. Um, because I think it is something that going back to your earlier point, like specifically for women, like we do want to be nurturers. We do want to take care of others. We do want to be liked. Um, and so if we feel like we have to maneuver that in a certain way, we're more likely to do that, even at the expense of our own selves. And my real desire for Activate Your Sparkle is to show women that it doesn't have to be that way, that at any age, you can own who you are, you can own what's unique about you. And by the way, what's truly unique about you is usually not only the thing that will get you to where you want to go, but it's usually not always, but typically it is the thing that other people are saying that they don't like. And that's because it scares those people that you have something so unique that they don't know what to do with it. And so you need to find your people, the people who want that from you and the people who you will rise up with. Absolutely. Um, and that is, I, I think that's your spark, your strength, your unique characteristics, those things that may scare other people. I and mean, I think that though, that is your sparkle. And so, I mean, part of activating your sparkle is um, digging deep, knowing who you are and, and letting that part shine. I love it. I couldn't have said it better. I, I just think it's so important. What is one piece of advice that you have for our listeners, you know, other women who are out there trying to think about how to activate their sparkle? One piece of advice is to lean into the discomfort. And what I mean by that is if there's something that's kind of nagging at you, that is... I mean, it could even be annoying. Like I was perfectly fine in my accounting career, you know, working my way up and doing just fine. And, but there was just something that kept kind of calling to me to, you know, pursue this idea of going into medicine, being a doctor, which seemed so absurd to me at the beginning because I, it never crossed my mind in my adult life to be a doctor. Um, no one in my family had gone into medicine and really it was something that I knew very little about. Um, so I really was starting from scratch, but when I say I, I you know, lean into that discomfort, I, I started to kind of just pursue, just kind of do my research and ask a lot of questions and talk to a ton of people. Um, and take that kind of nagging thought seriously. And by that nagging thought, it, that, that's me. That was my inner voice. So take, taking my inner voice seriously. Um, um, yes, it was really scary, um, but it just felt right. And I think if I had just kept pushing that inner voice aside, um, I could have continued living my life and I would have been fine, but I don't think I would have been, um, I think something would have happened along the way that either would have led me to this point anyways, or um, maybe I would have been unhappy at a certain point if I hadn't allowed myself to really pursue that voice. I love that. That's great advice. Christy, thank you so much for your wise words and warm presence today. It's been such a joy to chat with you, and I know our listeners will be as inspired as I am.
Now that you've heard from our amazing guest today, what's changed for you? If you're feeling bold, drop a comment on Instagram for this episode. Until next time, keep on activating your sparkle and getting what's yours. Love, Danielle. To learn more, visit daniellegopin.com forward slash activate your sparkle. Follow the podcast now, share it with a friend, and get the latest on Instagram by following me at Danielle Gopin. If you think you or someone you know should be a future guest, let us know. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye.